0: Fears about an unexpected spike in the jobless rate appear to have forced the Reserve Bank to leave interest rates steady about a fortnight ago. That stoked concerns the RBA is now worried about going too far with its aggressive rate hikes to the point where consumers stop spending and then, as a result, push the economy into a recession. Tricky times. I'm joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, good morning to you. Just how concerned does the Reserve Bank seem to be, I guess, about the impact of 12 rate rises since May last year?
1: Well, uh, good morning, Tom. Yes, this comes from the minutes uh, from the Reserve Bank's uh, last board meeting on July the 4th. Buried towards the end where I always look, there's the argument about the need to leave the cash rate on hold at 4.1% because of concerns about the likely impact or the most likely impact on the so far pretty resilient jobs market. Now, this won't be a shock uh, for people living in the real world and um, tightening household budgets and paying bigger mortgages, but... Members observed there was considerable uncertainty about the resilience of household consumption and the squeeze on many households' finances would encourage households to save more, which would affect consumption. And if that was to occur, the demand for labour would then slow and the unemployment rate would likely rise beyond the rate required to ensure inflation returns to that target. Now, decoding all of this, the RBA board's concerned or pretty worried that another rate hike or maybe more this year might be a bit of an overreach and the cost of getting inflation back down to the 2 to 3% target band would be a big rise. In the jobless rate, which would mean hundreds of thousands of people out of work. So this just shows just how tricky it is to calibrate the economy with with rates and worries about people losing their work.
0: So does this mean the rate hikes are over for now at least, given that risk, as we've discussed, of going too far?
1: Well, I'd never say never, but reading between the lines of the minutes, board members won the argument that another hike uh, on July the 4th, a fortnight ago, would be a dangerous overreach, especially now that the evidence of those 12 rate hikes is becoming very plain, the economy's slowing. and We now have official forecasts showing the economy might be stalling by the end of the year. Now, this doesn't mean there won't be more rate rises because the losing argument was that, yes, inflation is falling, those rate hikes are working, but it's still high at 5.6%. And underlying inflation, which strips out food, fuel, vegetables, etc., is still high at 6.4%. So that means that inflation could well be entrenched. That's, what's, that's what they're worried about. And we're also seeing signs that the housing correction is over and property prices are rising. And um, There's services inflation still high there. And right at the end of the minutes, uh, the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe, who will be moving on in September, said that the, they're prepared to do whatever it takes to tame inflation. How
0: would the incoming RBA Governor Michelle Bullock be looking at this, though, given that rising risk of a lot of people losing their jobs if that slowdown, Peter, is not managed properly.
1: Well, just like uh, Philip Lowe, who Michelle Bullock replaces in September, she's an inflation hawk and is familiar with this very blunt tool of interest rates to push inflation down. And as we've mentioned here, Michelle Bullock said about three weeks back that the jobless rate might need to rise to 4.5%. That's up from the current 3.6% to get inflation back down to the 2 to 3% band. Highly unpopular comments, especially with unions, but it mirrors what Philip Lowe's been saying all along about the incredibly difficult challenge of taming inflation and retail. Those big jobs gains that we've had, especially during the pandemic. Now we'll be getting an update on the official jobless rate for June tomorrow, and that will be a very big factor in whether the RBA needs to keep rates steady or decides it does need to press the rates button again now rather than leaving it a bit later.
0: Can I just get your views on another story that's making, or well, not only headlines here over the last day, but now global headlines as well as we've been hearing this morning? Daniel Andrews' decision to pull the plug on the Commonwealth Games in Victoria in 2026. You know, do you have a view on that, Peter. What sort of damage could that do to Victoria's reputation and also Australia more broadly, yeah, our reputation?
1: Well, Tom, as you know, this is a huge story. I was speaking on the BBC World Service last night about the implications, so it's gone all around the world. And as someone who's spent years living in Melbourne, Victoria sees itself not just as Australia's sporting capital, but the world's sporting capital, especially in Melbourne, uh, where sport, especially AFL, is intertwined between uh, business and society. The first thing you get asked when you go to Melbourne is, you know, what footy side yeah, do you support? what footy side, yeah. And, and I recall this huge rivalry between, in Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland to host these kind of major events, especially when Jeff Kennett was Premier, but also under Labor Premiers Steve Brax and John Brumby up against those powerhouse Premiers like... Queensland's Peter Beattie, mm. who was very aggressive about these things, but really this all comes down to finances. Victoria has massive debt built up during the pandemic, about one hundred and eighty billion dollars outstanding. That has to be paid down. And no down no doubt the big international ratings agencies have been knocking on the door of Victorian Treasury asking when's this going to be paid? Otherwise you might lose your credit rating. So whether this is worries about a budget blowout, two point six billion dollars to maybe seven billion dollars is an exaggeration or a sophisticated uh, bargaining ploy from Daniel Andrews. We don't know, but no doubt Daniel Andrews' lawyers are busily unravelling a lot of contracts for work already underway and probably even things like TV rights. And one thing's for certain that there's going to be a, a big compensation bill as though Victoria steps away from this.
0: It's pretty extraordinary, as you say, making global headlines, including with yourself, uh, Peter Ryan, overnight. Thank you very much for joining us. The ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, there.